For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing very, very well. Uh, Andy, I know you are doing well uh, because you are where currently? You, you, you're in Italy at the moment, but let everyone know where you are. Oh, yeah, I'm on the Amalfi Coast. But, mm. you know, when you when you hear Amalfi, I mean, I swear to God, I have a terrace and I have this view, beautiful view over the sea. And the other day, apparently, I I saw the boat on which Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry were on um, because they were like surrounded by like five smaller boats with security on them. And apparently they, wow. they stay at Capri. So but um it's of not as they do everybody stays there everybody stays there but it, it, i think that the luxurious part is when you have a boat i don't have a boat um and so life is much 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 harder for those that don't mm. have a boat around here because you gotta have you know you gotta do a lot of driving and a lot of walking around and it's um it's mostly rocky places here and it's super hot so it's uh, it is, it, right it's like going to monaco and not being a millionaire you really yes you don't know what to do um, oh of course for anybody who has been to monaco it's like the place is dripping with 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 cash mm-hmm. so if you know if you're not uh, a millionaire you really do stick out like a sore thumb because i i assume you're probably not wearing the the fully tailored suit with the no, no, handkerchief in the in the pocket. So, yeah, I, I imagine that probably is akin to again being uh, being one of us uh, plebs who goes yep. to Monaco for just to see the wealth. But nonetheless, um, let's let's get into everything that has transpired because a lot has happened since we since we last recorded last week. Uh, we can go into the friendly stuff. They fa- uh, Roma. They they faced a, a Portuguese side that I did not even know existed. I have to be honest with you. I, I Googled what division they were in, and apparently they're in the top flight, which I had no clue. Really? Uh, wow. Oh, God. I, you, you knew who that club was. Be serious. I, I, no, I didn't. I Belenz, okay. Belenzis, No, I'm no. Okay. All right. Well, just making sure. I, I mean, clearly you're more well-read than I am if, <laughs> if you did, if you knew who that was. But – um, bypassing that, there's not a lot to get into in regards to that, in my opinion. I don't want to see anybody talking about Rui, Patrici, all that error. Can we please stop? Please? Mm-hmm. Did you see? I was actually depressed at how many people were depressed about it. I would, they, their depression made me depressed. I, we're, are we really freaking out about that? For oh, yeah. all that we have seen from goalkeepers in the last five years, like that is four years, I guess. That is the thing that's going to set you off. Come on. Oh yeah, but also you know, for it's the second friendly, and also just as I don't, 
I don't rave and go crazy about the some really good saves he made in the friendly before that uh, against uh, Sevilla. Um, or was it or was it Porto? Uh, I I don't I forget which. He had a couple. Uh, Porto, he had a few good ones. See, but this is the th thing. Th these are friendlies. Anything happens in these friendlies. I mean, uh, you have players like Carlos Perez having great preseason friendlies, and then uh, you don't know. So I'm just saying I don't want to go over that just because I don't I don't even want to focus on the good stuff. Like I'll I'll focus on seeing, for example, Zaniolo once again get some minutes into his legs and looking more comfortable uh, with each game. But I'm not going to focus on the goal of his just because, you know, it's great, but it's it's a friendly. That's where that's where it ends. Yeah, so exactly. for me, the judgment works both ways. I'm, I'm it's fine. These is there are some really interesting players getting more playing time. Uh, somebody like Bove is getting Bove, consistent yeah. playing time. Uh, Mancini, Smalling, Smalling finally is is putting a, a string of healthy performances. So that's that's a welcome sight. Uh, it seems yes. like, and it seems like everybody's more or less, you know, uh, on board with with Mourinho and with everything that's going on. And Karsdorp looks good. Nothing's changed. So it looks very good. That's I mean that's that's where we can take this with these friendlies. It's um it's been intense. I mean I I don't I don't think we've had so many friendlies over previous years besides the usual cheap tournaments in the US. <laughs> oh my god. I mean I I totally understand that that's the one occasion that a lot of fans get to see Roma, but man those 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 games in Philadelphia or or Cincinnati <laughs> or whatever, you know, <laughs> dripping hot. The whole stadium right. is there raving, and then Juve wins as usual, um, or or you or we win at the last minute with a Tuminello goal. Remember that was the year. Oh yeah, Tuminello and Under. Kidding. They connected and they, they legends. The banger. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what it's Wonderful made of. Wonderful stuff. I'm I'm just I'm just excited to to how these friendlies will shape up into the first game. Like you, you know, you see this team concede in these last few matches. They've conceded, and then that's that's okay with the friendlies. I want to see perhaps more focus as as the season opens. But that's that's the only thing I really can say about this stuff. All right. Well, then let's let's go back to the market then. The deal that we all thought would happen, and frankly, even the people involved thought would happen, and would happen weeks ago, because, again, uh, Jose Noguera, who is uh, Jaka's agent, he thought this could easily get done before the Euro, which is, seems, well, literally was two months ago. I was going to say seems like ages ago, but yeah, I mean, in football, it, it, it does. a couple of months is ages. Uh, but we go from this being... The closest thing to a certainty to now not happening. And Jaka, after months of liking every single post that Jose Mourinho put on Instagram, I mean, Jose Mourinho could have talked about going to the restroom and Jaka was liking it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was crazy. And he even was... and and he even almost admitted to uh, learning Italian and, yes. and and liking the city and we know we all know what Roma represents. Um, 
that's so it's it's very funny i mean we sat here and we said that, you know there is no way a deal like this can fall through at this stage but it did because yes. I, I guess the waiting game didn't suit one party or the other i still think that arsenal renewing him is such a head scratcher if i were it's an insane. arsenal it's fan, insane like from even a programming point of view they they got so many midfielders in this market that that were supposed to be Chaka's replacement and now they're signing him for another four years the guy who's 28 and now they I don't know it doesn't it doesn't work I guess that from a Roma perspective I can understand that there is a need to make sales that is prioritized over signing players um you know, maybe second thoughts on signing a 28-year-old or something. I, I don't know. But at least from that point of view, it makes more sense than if you were an Arsenal fan. You hate Chaka. This is a guy who's done nothing at your club for the past two years, in your opinion. And all of a sudden, the management that wanted him to leave signs him for another four years. Absolutely baffled by this. Oh, it, it's it's it is head scratching is really the the kindest way I could put it. Um, I, I I really don't know what to make of it. Only because it seemed like such a certainty that for it not to happen, I would love to know the inside of what caused all of this. Now we asked Tiago Pinto; he chose not to comment on it but he was commenting on it back in june telling us that it's getting close so i i guess i'm confused as to why now he's a bit coy to say anything about it but anyway i, I mean putting the uh, the drama of the actual negotiation involved from a tactical point of view where does this leave roma in your opinion I still maintain that if Jaka had arrived, I think with almost uh, a certainty he would have been the number he would have been the preferred midfielder alongside Vera too. I don't think that is exactly a controversial opinion to have, but now they are in a very peculiar position because now it's it's well what do you do now? A, B, the season is just a few weeks away, okay? Um, I, I, this conference league thing, I, I, it is mind boggling. I, I, I can't even believe, do you want to know what the opening of their season looks like? Like, did you know they have the first leg and then they face Fiorentina and then the second leg? Oh. Again, I need to ask you, Eva, who asked for this to be a thing? Oh, Why is this a thing? <laughs> I, I mean, my no. Uh, last time we attacked this competition, we got scolded by, by a lot of people who, uh, you know, live in places like Norway and 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 um, and don't and whose teams don't get a chance at the big shot. And it's fine. Like I totally get it because you want to see, you know, uh, teams arrive at your local stadium and and feature in the same competition as your boyhood club or something, but. Uh, from from a Roma fan perspective, or at least my and yours, this is just so um, 
it's just demoralizing that you can't right. you know you know i'm just, i'm i'm looking at this season i'm still just looking at serie a I'm, my brain doesn't want to integrate conference league as something that we actually oh, do oh it's awful oh i i i still can't believe it so i mean with this shaka deal getting back to it, where does it leave us you know when i was i was i was all for it you know and it's it's funny because this is always the case the, the talking heads at first they say oh why do roma need shaka shaka is useless shaka is not a is a you know is is a has been you know and um and and as soon as the deal falls through it's oh my god how are roma going to be able to play without shaka i do think that shaka more than anything tactics wise was going to bring something character wise you know something that you missed on an emotional level i think that's and usually those are the players that become the backbone to a team led by Mourinho. it's the players that have character that 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 will push the team around and um and i guess that's probably the biggest loss when you when when a deal like that you know just evaporates before your eyes if to me for example i'm i'm just saying that currently i'm looking at this roster I see what six, seven midfielders. That's a, that's a lot of names in the middle of the pitch. So I'm sure that in the worst case scenario, you stay the way you 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 are right now. It's not tactic wise. Tactics wise, it's not going to be a big loss. Like another, I don't think that the, you know the earth the earth is going to shift um, just because you didn't bring Shaka on a tactical level, but on an emotional level. There is something left to be desired. You'd wish to have somebody on that pitch that will will help lead the team when you know the likes of Jeko, if he's gonna stay, or Pellegrini fail uh, to do so. Then you want somebody alongside, say Mancini uh, and Karzorp to 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 get the team rallied around. And um, I think that's what Chaka was gonna bring to the table. And I, I don't know how, listen, I, I've been reading all these reports and all this stuff. The name of the game is sell the dead weight. We've, you know, Roma have done as much as they could have by by getting rid of the likes of Clivert, Under, Paul Lopez, and that allowed you to bring in Rui Patricio, Shomurodov, and Vina, who's waiting to for an official announcement. The poor guy is in that hotel room all by himself. <laughs> Um, he's just waiting. Remember, like Paulo Souza, who was supposed to be waiting in some hotel in hotel in Rome, waiting. Yeah. yeah, waiting for the call. Um, but but the point is that I it's clear as day that Roma, uh, you know, brought the players that they brought in by getting rid of some players. Then they were supposed to get rid of Olsen. That didn't go well. They wanted to get rid of Florenzi already. That didn't go well. You have Pedro to take care of. You had Nzonzi refuse uh, an offer from Benfica a month ago. So, and this clearly, at some point in time, was going to pose a problem. And this is the problem. You can't really do much of anything uh, unless you get rid of some of these names. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yeah, definitely. Um, and even though some of the guys you mentioned that they've already managed to get rid of, I mean, they still have so much work to do. Pedro, Pastore, Inzonzi, Florenzi. And frankly, I, I know this... I guess I'm still confused as to why people are, are still panicking about the market, but nothing can happen right now and will not happen, okay, until they get rid of those guys. It's it's just a fact. I mean, I, I you know, I hate to harp on this, but it, it really is simple math, Andy. I mean, look at Pedro, Pastore, Inzonzi. Go look at where they are currently on Roma's wage bill, and it becomes yeah. obvious fairly quickly as to why they all, three, feel... all three of them together they make around 11 million a year all oh it, it's awful together. yeah it, it's terrible it is absolutely terrible so they need to do that first and frankly to avoid any sort of situation that we saw with palotta i don't blame them i'm not angry for them choosing to do that because at some point i don't know if people have been paying it tension this close but uh friedkin dan friedkin continues to just pour cash into this club i mean an obscene amount of cash and you can't realistically expect that he's going to keep doing that at some point they're going to have to turn things around as far as um uh, lowering debts uh, increasing revenues uh, now of course long-term stadium will help that but in the short term uh, he's just pouring cash into this and again i i don't know how much longer he's going to sustain that so they have to go down this route by cutting costs so it's not exactly a shock i mean look at do we want to go into what the other clubs are doing i mean look at inter I, did they sell their soul for this last scudetto because i'm pretty mm -hmm. sure that is like what it is akin to yeah 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 because they you know they they were tired of, of being a meme and so they said okay let's hire the most expensive manager out there and let's let's get the his preferred striker and then let's get the biggest prospect for right back and then let's do this let's do that let's overpray here let's overpray there and short term it worked they got what they wanted you know they they turned it around and after 11 years they got their scudetto and um, and they did it in style, but they it, it seemed like this was only a short term program. Like they they had no objective beyond that, and 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 that's how it all crashed. And so with with Roma, it, it seems like it's um, in order to start to start something for the Friedkins, they need to like burn everything to the ground. But there is only so much you can do when some of these guys have zero intention of leaving. You have these guys on massive contracts 
for years and years to come. Pedro has two years left on his contract. Okay, it's not something like, oh, next year, you know, he, you know, we put him in the stands and next year he'll leave. No, if he wants to, he can stay for another two years. He doesn't give a shit. Uh, Pastore, same thing. Uh, Fazio, same thing. So it's just, uh, it's just a very depressing uh, thought that, you know, as a club, you want to you want to turn the ship around. You want to make a name for yourself as as Dan Friedkin, as Ryan Friedkin. You want to, you know, clear this team of its past errors and uh, and, and and start fresh. But you can't because there is only so much you can do. You can offer uh, Nzonzi a nice, uh, you know, nice destination in Qatar. Is he gonna accept that? Is he gonna, you know, is is Pedro gonna lower his wages to play at a Serie A side like Genoa? Because that was right, that was the name. And yeah. how how is a club like Genoa gonna handle a three million uh, salary? You know, that's the that's the thing. Is that these guys? And you see Pastore, Pastore putting on Instagram every time he goes to Trigoria, and this Trigoria looks like a ghost town right now. And he seems. <laughs> And he seems to be happy. He seems to be content with that, with the fact that he's just training on his own. I mean, how depressing it must be to be a professional footballer. You get to your training facility and there is nobody there. Guess what? Because you're not part of the team anymore. Is that so hard to accept and move on? I and so that's why every time I see people being like, oh, why can't we go for this player? Or why why don't we just sell him? Why don't we get rid of this guy? Listen, Fazio was about to have his medicals with, with, with Parma. With Parma, right. And he refused on the day of his medical. He just walked away. That That's what it comes down to. You, you cannot make this stuff up. It's it, it it really comes down to these guys just not willing to to be professionals and move on. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I guess in relation to this, I saw some people raising the argument. Well, they just brought in the guy you brought up, uh, Shamuradov, for twenty million euros. Why 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 can't they spend that on you know? So, why couldn't they have put that towards Jaka? Well, first off, they brought him on loan with obligation, so they don't have to put the entire uh, acquisition on the books for this season or for their for their current financial year, A. Um, and then B, it just seemed like, you know, so far in the preseason at least, midfield at the current moment really isn't that my it really isn't my biggest concern. Now, again, am I going to draw a ton of conclusions from uh, from the preseason? Of course not. But but that said, when we look on paper, Andy, they still have a lot of good pieces, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree, but I feel like they had to uh, they had to address, in my opinion, because. Uh, Listen, Mourinho has been dying for an attacker for the last month. He's been asking for somebody else. Shomurodov, he brings that versatility. He can play a number of roles. He can play. He said he can play out wide. He can play as a nine. So he offers you some flexibility. 
to me, that seemed like a more pressing need. Now, I'm sure, again, others will disagree with that. But in my opinion, I think you needed that before you started to adjust the midfield. Because even when we look there, Andy, talk about guys that need to go. Uh, I'm sorry, but look at all of the names there. If you bring in a guy without sending someone away, uh, you're going to have an absolute overcrowded department. I'm sorry, but you will. Oh yeah, and 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 guys will be fighting for the places. So obviously, it's not ideal to go into this new season with, say, Bove as your first replacement, or 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 Darbo still hanging around because I think that these guys would would do very well on loan, um, but on loan on a sensible loan, not on a loan where they go and then they spend the majority of the time on the bench and maybe right. they come on for the last game of the season. Um, it's not ideal, but you just there. There also comes a point where you're like, okay, but look, we have we have Cristante Villar, Diawara, um, Bove, Darbo, uh, fighting for the same position. We still have as midfielders. We still have Ante Choric, still alive <laughs> and breathing. Um, the Croatian talent of 2018, I believe that was he. He won an award for that. Incredible. Um, and uh, and Steven Zonzi, who's also a midfielder, also for that same position. Um, so it's uh, it, 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 as I said, it's this 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 transfer window was never going to be easy because you asked Diego Pinto, you join in January, you basically get handed a list of names that need to go. The problem is that this list is very very long, and. We're in a market where few teams can make moves, and few, even fewer teams can afford, say, paying two million for uh, Robin Olsen's salary. Um, exactly. It's it, it, that's 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 the thing. So obviously, the need was up front because up front you you don't know what Jekyll can do after a season like the one he's he's had. It was, I think, eighty percent certain that we would see him. You know, uh, leave. Um, it was, or maybe stay around, but stay around and do what? Stay around and have what kind of, what kind of mentality, what kind of motivation, and what kind of output he can have this season? Because last season he stunk up the place so bad, um, you know that even his biggest fans uh, were starting to be like, oh, maybe it's time for him to retire. The man is thirty-five. You, there is only so much you can do when you're 35, and like Jeko, you base a lot of your game on physical strength, on 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 um, on winning the ball over, on intercepting the ball, on you know, on holding up the play, and then running to the left or to the right, and it's um, it, that that's your biggest question mark. Then Borja Mayoral, again, career season, career best season, um, 17 goals, six assists, or something like that, and. What, can he that repeat poor guy, that? he's turned into an afterthought. He's, you never hear him mention. Now, now we don't. Uh, at least there was the goal in the friendly. If that can, again, the, if the, you can draw a conclusion from that, you can at least see that maybe that's that's encouraging. But the thing is that you don't have a safe bet on Jekyll. You don't have a safe bet on, on Myral. So then <laughs> the, the obvious conclusion for a fan is, well, then go for an attacker that will provide you with 20 goals, 25 goals. And that's, that's Belotti, man. You, you know, the, the man who, um, who, uh, who's used to leading 
a, a shitty Torino team um, or go for the big time and, and sign up Picardi who doesn't have uh, enough room and enough space at, at PSG. Um, but the thing is that the Friedkins made it very clear that, yes, they were co- going to come in. They were going to put money into the club, but the club sustainable, was, sustainable, w- sustainable. And it was going to be smart moves, smart moves with, with somebody like Mourinho. I know that a lot of people expected to see Sergio Ramos leading our defense and, um, and, and the likes, but but the thing is that uh, this this is a Roma team that needs to pick itself up after finishing seventh. Okay, this is a team that qualified for the Conference League on its last game day. So that's the that's the reality of the situation. That's the bottom line. You're never gonna go out of your way with Jack on the books and sign Belotti by giving him four four and a half million euros a year. You're not gonna do that with Icardi, who gets double of that. Um, it's it's just not realistic. So when you sign up someone like Shomurodov, you're basically saying, okay, I don't have a safe bet with Jack. I don't have a safe bet Borja Mayoral, but maybe if I can get a third guy. Who's gonna motivate them? Give them, you know, give them a little competition. See, you know, see if 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 it doesn't bother them to get some bench time uh, over a guy who who last season played as a substitute for Genoa. Um, that that's the bottom line. So you you get a hard worker. You get a guy who can do a, a bit of everything. Who's fast. Who's mobile. And um, we'll see where that takes us. But the the thing is that. The priority in everybody's minds, including the fans, is that this team is working hard as hell to get rid of players that just do not want to leave. And in reality, is nobody wants them. No, nobody. If if a team wants somebody like Olsen, it's not to make him a starter. It's to it's to get him as maybe a veteran, as a second choice keeper. But nobody's gonna pay two million for per year for a guy like that just because he had an outstanding euro nobody's gonna pay that three million for in salary for for steven zonzi who's you know who's had maybe an okay two years at ren but is is a guy who's 32 okay pedro 33 still two years on his contract three million that's bravo fienga good work I'm, i'm saying just show me a team that would be able to handle this situation better uh, everybody would be in the same spot. And look at look at Florenzi. Florenzi, who is 30 years old, was always apparently well-respected and well-liked in Italy by teams like Inter, Atalanta. Where's the, where are the teams interested in him? He's been looking for a team for the past two months. His agent is knocking on everybody's door. Uh, nobody is willing to give this guy a contract. Nobody's willing to sign him permanently nobody and this is a guy who comes off a, a decent year with PSG who still plays for the inter- Italian national team so there is that but nobody is interested in him so if a guy like Florenzi you if you can't sell a guy like Florenzi then how the hell are you going to get rid of a guy like Pastore for example oh definitely um but the good thing for Florenzi is his agent uh Lucci he has turned to an old friend Monchi at Sevilla, who it, you can find it in uh, Roma's financial uh, financial publication. Go see how much he gave him in a uh, commission when they renewed Florenzi 
back in 2017, late 2017, I believe. Uh, I think it was two and a half million euros that they gave that that Monchi gave to him. So that's some fantastic nice fantastic stuff. Right Good friend. Yeah, yeah. Before we go though, I mean, just analyzing Shamuda though as as an acquisition himself. I mean, you like this. You've you've said that previously. You like this move. Um, for me, and I, I agree with what you said in the previous podcast. It, it just seems like listen, people. You can just. Google his statistics, and you draw your conclusion from there. Um, Genoa was not a good team last year. They weren't. They were terrible. They brought back uh, Ballardini, who is like herpes. Uh, once once you believe he's gone, he sort of just reemerges out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, it's not like he was, uh, you know, playing for this uh Tactically, uh, tactically astute manager with a lot of players who are giving him a ton of service. This was a guy who basically was working with nothing around him. And listen, it's not a fantastic return, eight goals, but let's be clear here. That was his first season in the Serie A. And, and you know, the, the, the thing is, I, I would have liked to see Belotti. I said it on of course, here. We, of course. You know, we, after what was the game against Wales um, in, for the Italian national team where we saw him work his ass off um, compared to a, a, an Immobile that was, you know, complacent and didn't really bother to do anything. Um, we said that it, it would be great to have somebody like Belotti up front there Um Who's you know even if if the goals are not going in, uh, then then he still has a lot of other things to do on the pitch and he does them because he believes in the team. Unfortunately, that's that's not the situation you're in, and and it was quite clear to me, and I I just don't understand why it wasn't clear to a lot of other people that as long as you as Jack is there with his seven point five million uh, euros of salary. You're you were not a, ever gonna bring in a big name ever. That's and 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 Jeko has been a very tough nut to crack. He's been he's been there, and that 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 salary of his has been an obstacle for for a number of years. Why do you think Borja Mayoral was brought on on a two year loan? Um, that's that's why because you have that guy taking that much money. And you can't sign more expensive alternatives. So what do you do? You sign the next best thing. You sign a player that is familiar with the coach, that there is mutual respect, um, that the, the player Im- embodies, whether you like it or not, some of the qualities that that, that uh, Mourinho seeks in his attackers, that offers uh, versatility, that is flexible in what he can do. And... And he comes in with with the necessary hunger to make him a functional piece to a team. Now, this team is never going to have all-stars. This team doesn't have all-stars. They're not going to have all-stars this year. This team finished seventh, okay? Our all-star right now is a guy that's returning from two years' worth of injuries, Zaniolo. And then the next best thing, I guess, is is, uh, the likes of Mkhitaryan and Pellegrini. Those are your all-stars right now. So... Those are the guys that you can count on. It's a tough market. It's a, it's a, it was always going to be a tough transfer window. I do think that obviously it's not going to be ideal if Roma stop at this, uh, you know, at, at bring no, with with the signings. But 
to me, the mo more important thing is whether they are able to get rid of as many of those dead weight as possible. That's to me, it, you, the market can, the incoming market can stop here if you're able to, to, to find uh, adequate solutions for a number of players, because that would mean that long term, that next year, you're, you're freer. You have more mobility. You have more. You 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 have more freedom in your decision making because right now you you still have you know you're you're still tied down and and these guys are just sucking the life out of you and you hear oh you have a player that you're interested in but he wants this amount of money and you can't because hey you know what Pastore is is on is in in the midst of grilling season at his house and <laughs> Fazio is. If Fazio is having some white wine uh, on his terrace with the beautiful view of right. some cathedral in Rome, and, and that's that's what it comes down to. Oh, the life of an unwanted player at Roma. It's, um, it's truly like the height of the professional aim of everybody, to get paid to not do anything, sit back, as you said, grill. Um, mm -hmm. All right, let, let's leave it there because that's probably the most depressing way we can end it talking about the guys who are earning a substantial amount of money to not play. So we will be back. Well, I guess it is towards the end of the week already. So we'll be back after the weekend. We'll get into more transfer stuff um, and all of the latest news that happens throughout the weekend. So thank you so, so much for tuning in, and we will chat with you in a few days. Until then, ciao. Ciao. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 